Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Belmont Banter. And we're on one of our regular catch-ups with the, uh, let's call them the supporters, which in fact, indeed, they are Richie and Steve. Um, the last time we spoke, you guys, was, I believe, when we were talking early doors um, after the pre-season friendlies. And I don't think that we've done anything since. But it's been a bit of a turbulent time because, obviously, with the uh, the vacating of the manager's job with um, with Lloyd, and uh, we've now we've got um, Keith in uh, in the frame. Interestingly enough, I was just saying to uh, Richard uh, Steve before you joined us that yep. uh, I've just been listening to Keith. He's doing his podcast show right this minute, and he's just oh, said yeah. he's very doubtful that there's going to be a game um, over at the Bay. He thinks that. Uh, the signals that they're all getting, all the rumblings going on in the non-league game, are that it's going to be called off. Um, that'd be disappointing, really. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the government have just said that there's no nothing new, no new restriction. So um, I don't know. I saw something on Twitter earlier where somebody was uh, saying, "Is it convenient for a few non-league teams to call off games around Christmas?" How would it Sorry, be inconvenient when? Cat. Sorry. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's the best time for non-league, isn't it? It's, well, Keith it's just when you get said, the crowd. yeah, Keith just said, you know, definitely getting on for a thousand people at the uh, the bay, without a doubt. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had eight hundred and fifty at our place, so it's got to at least match that at the bay. Yeah, you think um, so? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see why it should be restricted personally because it's outdoors. Yeah. Um, I know the players get changed in the changing rooms, and, and there's that angle, but. You know, it's it's two years down the line now. It's here. Let's just get on and live with it, really. Live with it. All right. Let me just throw a couple of things at you. I was checking on the stats. I'm not I'm not stato by any means. I'm the, probably the worst world's worst for that because my memory's shot at times. But just let you know this. I mean, look at our position at the moment. We're fifteenth in the league. Herne Bay, I think, about six now. They were fourth or third at one time. But we're fifth in attendances in uh, in the football in the league at the moment as of this weekend. And we're third in the form table. Now, I'll throw this question at you. Where would we be if we were, you know, if we'd showed this form, this recent form, you know, at the beginning of the season? Where would we be now in those tables? Third. Third, yeah. <laughs> third. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what, probably third in attendances. Yes, because, I mean, you'd have, Hastings would be first. But, you know, yeah. nobody's going to knock them off the perch. And whoever's going to be second, it would be a bit of a toss-up, wouldn't it? Well, Haywood's Heath would probably be up there, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, they, yeah. And, and Ramsgate gets some, shall we say, dubious crowds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just check the photos. Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've only got their new ice rink open on near the ground. So, like... Uh, well, yeah, but what a, great, really... what a great idea. What a great idea that is. I mean, that is that is really thinking outside the box. You know, for the local community... Obviously, the football club are going to benefit from it because it's not free. You know, they're going to do well out of that. I remember when oh, they used I, to be a football club. Yeah. 
That's a bit cynical, Steve. Up in an entertainment venue. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> well, that's, that's more in Ramsgate to go to, is it, really, considering? Oh, you're jumping in as well, now. <laughs> right, let's bring it back Have to football. Ramsgate night. Yeah, let's bring it back to football, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, last... No, we've, done, done, we've done really well recently, so, um, yeah, you know, it's a dodgy start, but since... And it could, took Keith a little while to get things going. Yeah, like you say, the last uh, last four, five, six games, if we'd been showing that throughout the season, we'd be right up there in the playoffs, wouldn't we? Added to the fact that uh, each week his injury, injury list grows. I mean, he's got players injured that he'd like to put out on the pitch. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's um, it's, uh, it's it's crazy. It seems that every game get an injury that isn't just a minor thing. It's it's a more long term issue. No, um, no. The, I mean, the other day, no. I was... go on, sorry, carry on. You know, you've got um, Gus, obviously, is, is under Keith, has always been a starter. Uh, Alex Gaggin, he's, you know, he came back Saturday, but again, limped off, I think. Ollie Gray, uh, and, you know, they're all important players, so yeah, they do are. them do them available, really. Uh, Keith didn't know anything much about Ollie Gray, and he was impressed with him. Uh, you know, when, when Ollie was fit, Keith was impressed with him. He said he's, he's really yeah. got something. I thought at the start when, when Keith came along that perhaps he didn't fancy Ollie, but yeah, as you say, he probably didn't really know what sort of player he was. No. Um, and when he actually gave him a go on the pitch, I think he showed, you know, what a wholehearted, what a, what a good player he is. And in the centre of defence, you know, he'll give you 90 minutes of heart and soul. So it's a, it's a real shame when um, obviously he got the injury, what, down at Hyde, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Let's just, uh, first of all, congratulate uh, Macca because... Uh, he won the uh, people's vote of the uh, team of the week last last week. So Macca came yeah. out as a top guy, which is uh, brilliant. Absolutely thrilled to bits. And this week, Sammy's in it, isn't he? So yep. yeah, well done. Yes, Sammy Zuma, and and he's been really good since he came along. So. Yes, yes, he has. What well, a lot, a lot of that about Tony. We are constantly getting players into that now. Every week, it seems to be we got a player in it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which is nice. Sure. Yeah, which, which which is good. You know what I mean? Like. Um, but I mean, what, what I like with, with Keith, you know, it, it, he does, he's not scared to mix um, experienced players with youth. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone comes along who he don't, you know, someone might come along, he's seen them, don't like them, and they're gone. You know what I mean? So yeah. and it's, they're not up to the state, not up to it. Now, I think the players he's brought in who are there at the moment are all up to it. Without a doubt. With, yeah. without, without a shadow, you know what I mean? And, he, you know, he, he's obviously, he's had to let a few go, but like... Um, He's, you know, like the trust fund to sponsoring one of the players, but we're only sponsoring one of the players, and he, he's, he's done well what, what he's done, you know? So that's it. Richard, why you brought that up, could you explain to people that are listening a little bit about the trust fund? Because they hear us sort of shouting about it from match days, but you don't really get the chance to explain to people exactly what's behind it and how much you're asking of them. I mean, have they got to commit to a weekly amount? How does it work? Basically... Tony, it's a minimum of five pound a month, yeah. Which is like, you know, if we could, you know, you know, in a real world, if we get fifty people putting five pound a month in, then then that would be fantastic. You can, you know, that's the minimum. You can pay more. There's some people paying twenty pound a month, yeah. Uh, basically, all the money that is goes through the trust fund, it just goes all towards the player's budget. End of, you know, or even help buy a player. That's all it does. Yeah, it's. Doesn't go towards a club for fix this or to fix that or to put the lights in or to mend the toilets. It's all basically money goes in that trust fund. It goes all towards the, the budget. 
So it basically increases his budget. And and in this sense at the moment, I mean, there's one thing about lockdown, it did do us a favour that it did build up. And uh, so it's helping us at the moment, you know, funding one of the players. Plus, which is the unique thing about the trust fund, is that we do have a, a draw every two months where people can win money. Yeah, you know? that's good, that's good. There are trust funds around different clubs where that doesn't happen, but we've sort of got that little element into it. So people, it's a little bit of fun and people can win a little bit of money. And how uh, lovely the weekend that the family that won it, 40-odd quid, they put it back to the foot, football yeah, club. 50, 50 quid, gave it straight back, went straight back in the trust fund. At the moment, it's still in my wallet, but it will get into the bank tomorrow. I did actually hear you say that you were going to borrow £10 of that because you wanted yeah. a, a pint. Yeah, well, I didn't in the end because I basically, because I won the large bowl of fruit at the uh, the raffle, I couldn't carry it home, so I got a lift home, so I didn't. <laughs> <I? laughs> oh, nice one. See, you just can't get away with these things. There's always someone looking over your shoulder. It was, mate, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice work. But you did actually say that to the guy, what you were going to do. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was joking here about joking. it. Joking, you know, I know you were, I know you were. Yeah. Right, let's get get back to the football. So, yeah, so well done, Macca, and well done, Sammy. That's really good. And, Steve, uh, you're absolutely right about, you know, the fact that we're getting now players pushing themselves forward. I mean, if they've got a good performance, so they should get acknowledged, shouldn't they? Definitely, yeah. And it's uh, it shows the club's getting recognised. Um, I mean, we went through a spell at the start of the season, perhaps last season, where we weren't getting featured that much in the local press, I didn't think. But I think Keith is more... You know, he obviously does his um, is uh, the report show and everything like that. I think he's he's more in tune with with keeping the local press sort of up up to date. And you now see every week they've got something about Whitstable Town. Now it should be, it's, you know, it's what people want to see. It doesn't have to be anything amazing, but it's just keeping that regular feed going through so that uh, the club's in the in the spotlight and uh, letting people know what's going on. Well, your comment then just figures in nicely with the the latest podcast that Belmont Banter's done. Just we just done. Peter Gies and Peter Gies learned his trade. I mean, he's worked for the BBC. He's done all sorts of stuff. He learned his trade, local football, and he started off just sending him reports to the local paper, and that's all he did. And then he got oh, asked yeah. to go. And then he got asked to attend a game. Then he uh, started to get involved with radio, and he's done. Uh, he's followed Kent all over the country, and he's done. He's he's reported on every uh, every single test ground. Fantastic. He's had a great career. Yeah, no, that's good. And it just and, and you sometimes find that you know you're just doing something that's really a hobby or a passion, and then after a while, you know, if you do it well, then that can lead to to something better. Absolutely, it's uh, quite to... annoying, really. Tony, you just send me ports into the poker, mate, and I never I never got offered to go around the country. <laughs> you know? maybe, maybe mine were too cheesy, like you know things, you know, it was... <laughs> like when we played. We're an RT team play sandwich. I think I said that sandwich were toasted. You know what I mean? And and uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, report, reports like that. I don't think they they, they probably didn't like it. It's more more Sunday sports, shall we say, than the Whitstable Gazette, shall we say? You know. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if you um, you saw the result for um, Phoenix Sports the weekend. Now they're still bottom of the league, but they won five four. And beg your pardon, they won 5-2. They beat Burgess Hill Town. And one guy scored four goals. A guy called Calvin Poku. P-O-K-U. Would you pronounce that Poku? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Poku, yeah. On his debut. On his debut, yeah. Where did he come from, Steve? Do you know? I don't, I've got to admit, I don't know. I don't know where they've signed him from. No. Um, 
But um, no, obviously, he must be useful. <laughs> he, must, he must be useful. I mean, if he carries well, he won't, on... He won't be there long if he keeps oh, scoring four goals a game. Oh, you just stole my thunder, Rich. I was just going to say the same, yeah. yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. You know, they move on very quickly when it's like that, don't they? I think they've um, they've made a couple of uh, couple of new signings, Phoenix, which is the thing that's obviously quite difficult at our level of football, is because there's no transfer window as such, and why should there be? You know, you can be in trouble. You know, like East Grinstead have basically signed a whole new team, so you can be down at the bottom, but it only takes a few signings, and suddenly you can turn your form around. Well, look at us, you know, the signings yeah. that Keith brought in, yeah. from an attacking perspective. Because I think for Phoenix as well on Saturday, I think they had a guy. I did have a read of that, and I think they had a guy who set up two or three of the goals for him and. He's played them before, but I think he's recently come back from Romford. So he's obviously a decent midfielder. Yeah. The Burgess Hill been doing been doing well recently. They have, yeah. I mean a I mean, surprising result. I mean, currently they're tenth. I mean, they got beat the weekend, they were probably ninth or eighth before that. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they dropped down on him. Yeah, so they were they were doing okay. Um, yeah, so it's quite interesting. So at the moment they let the table, just for those that didn't know, I'm not gonna run through the whole lot, but just at the top, you've got Cray Valley, Ashford, Hastings United. Haywood Heath Town and then Ramsgate. Are Haywood Heath a bit of a surprise for you, Steve, or do you expect them to be up there? Uh, I'd say they're a surprise. Don't really know a lot about them being a Sussex club, Sussex club, but um, I think they're a decent, organised, well run. But I'd look at them being, you know, quite close to the equivalent of us. You know, they haven't been at this level long. I mean, we had the spell where we was up here for nine seasons, then we went back down for two. But really, it's the highest level we've ever, ever played at. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it's the same for, you know, Hayward Seath. It's obviously the highest they've played at. They're well run, like us, we're well run. You don't see them making big signings or look, they're splashing lots of cash. So, yeah, a team that I quite like. And I think their gates have gone up this season. I think they're getting three, 400 quite regularly now. So, you know, similar to us. But, you know, if I was guessing the table at the start of the season, I wouldn't have Hayward Seath up there. But. No. Um, and at the start of the season, I'm not trying to dig a knife in when people are down, but um, I mean, Hyde have, have really dropped off the radar a bit now, haven't they? Yeah, I think they've uh, they've uh, obviously got financial worries with their budget. I have sympathy, but not. Um, I, think, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, well, it's just, I, 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 feel... <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. That's, that's a private <laughs> private joke between the three of us that we will not yeah. share. Yeah, we're, we're to, Tony, we're cut to a long and short of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, 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 very cleverly put. Funny enough, at the start of the season, I, I, I did a thing for the uh, pitching in, like to predict all your predict where teams are finished, yeah? I've read it. Yeah, it's good. And I think I had three bridges near the bottom, the usual suspects. Sitting ball I had near the bottom. They've surprised me. I must admit, yeah. yeah. But one of the teams I did have around about 17th was Hive because the rumour was then that they were going to be struggling for money. Even yeah? then? Even back then, there was a rumour wow. that they were struggling. Yeah, and that was back in August. Now, obviously, they've, they've got they've gone so far. Now, they have the, the pot's gone, yeah? Yeah, uh, But you know what? I mean, I think... I think with Lansing don't play their players. I think that was mentioned somewhere. So, um, I mean, if you're looking at teams in the bottom, I've, you could see Phoenix getting out of it. You could see East Grimsley getting out of it. But I've still got a feeling that Lansing might end up. I know Lansing won at the weekend, but I don't know. I think they might end up near the bottom. And I, and I think along with, with Hive and uh, the other team, I think, seem to be struggling with Crowdswell with Fabersham. Yes. You know? Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. 
you know, there's no money seems to be going in there. I mean, again, there's another one, wasn't it? They had a, they had a stadium built for them and all that. Well, you know, the, the uh, was going to get built. It's going to call the Shepherd name, and that's no longer the case, is it? You know? They're not sponsoring them anymore, are they? No, no, don't sponsor them no more, you know, which yeah. is strange, really, considering it's a big, big employer in that town. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? I don't know anything about the finances of those. So, um, what about Corinthian? Do you know anything much about them? Rich, they're mid-table at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think they're a good, good working light team, and they they seem to be, you know, they seem to have kept the same players that they've had for the last few years. I think every player's called Jack or <laughs> Joe. I think. No, I mean, it's quite easy to shout out Jack for about eight of them and turn around. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're never going to be a crowd that's going to be, you know, who's going to get any fans or anything. You know, this is where where they're placed. They are it's back banging in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? They you are. Know? It is a difficult. And, uh, I mean, there must be a big surprise if somebody comes into the league and has to go and play them. It's a shock to yeah. them, isn't it? You know, I think the first season they've held up well. Like it's the old saying, there's always the second season in the league, which is the one that they decided. So, you know, they, they, they might struggle next year. Who knows? You know, but uh, yeah. I, I can't I can't ever see them getting any, any further than this because of their ground. There's no way that ground... I'm surprised the ground has got through to this level, let alone, you know, Kent League, you know what I mean? You know, Scaffold. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? Stevie, this uh, this thing now, three up, three down, or however it's going to work, is this the way forward that they're going to do it forever now then or what? Or is it just an adjustment? No, I think uh, with, the, with the pyramid as it is now, you've got eight divisions at our level, 16 at the level below, which is Scaffold Prem. It will be, I think the plan is that that is how it'll be. It'll be in the issue in Southeast, the bottom two will go down automatically. Uh -huh. Third from bottom and fourth from bottom will go into a playoff with teams that finish second at the level below. So the top team will go up out of the scaffold and then yeah. teams that finish second, they go into a playoff third from bottom and fourth from bottom. This season, it's only third from bottom because there's so many gaps in the pyramid. Further down the pyramid, yeah. Further up, there's teams, Further up, there's yeah. teams missing in the National League. Obviously, they're one yeah. short. Teams missing at National North and South. So to fill those up, there's less teams going down at our level, which is, uh, obviously, I thought it was a bonus early doors because he didn't want to finish fourth from bottom and end up in a playoff. But I'm confident that we're going to be well away from that now. I, I, they, I hope so. I mean, maybe. nice, comfortable mid-table. There should, should be a chance for two to go up out of the scaffold. I mean, it was, I mean, we we came up finishing second, but that was only because there's happened a reorganisation there. Yes, that's right. Previously, it was only one team going up. Now to have the chance of the second team going up is right because some of those teams down there are far better than teams at our level. Yes, you know, Catham and and Sheppey um, and Glebe. Yeah, yeah, it's money. You know, you can money. throw a few, quite a few names. Yeah. In, can't you? yeah, but with those, it's you know, yeah, it might be money that's making them that much better. But well, that's football all over. So you know, it becomes a bit of a bottleneck if it's only one up. So um, I yeah, you know, if you had, you know, the likelihood is that it'd be Sheppey and Chatham that would come up. And they would only add to our division. They'd only they add to the league. Definitely. Both yeah. well-supported clubs, traditional clubs. You know, obviously Chatham and Sheppey were high up at one stage um, in yeah, the old they days before they had money problems, as most clubs have. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good thing. There should be more more changes between divisions rather than, you know, just have one coming up. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, that, that thing about the, you know, the higher and lower divisions and moving everybody up and down. I mean, years ago... How often, I mean, back in the Kent League days, 15 years ago, you never got promotions, did you? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, you could finish, yeah, you finished top and you couldn't get promoted because there was no no official way of doing it. You'd have no. to, it'd have to be somebody dropping out. 
for you to be able to go up, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I mean, when I, I speak to Tommy Sampson about it, and and also to the Ward boys, you know, they're nearly tearing their hair out at the time because I think Danny and Jimmy, well, Jimmy particularly, Jimmy, they won it. He won it twice on the trot and still didn't get promotion. Yeah. I know um, Tommy did as well. He didn't get promotion when he was at the Bay. He won it at the Bay and they didn't get promotion. I mean, a lot of football supporters only saw it in the old days when you couldn't get relegated out of the football league. You you went up for a re-election, and the club that finished top, whatever the division was then. It's probably even before the conference would never get promoted because somebody'd have to be voted out basically for you to take their place. And unless it was a club that all the rest of the teams didn't like, then (laughs) then you had little chance. You go back to that. Steve, that was when, when Wimbledon came into the league in 77. Like I say, Workington Town used to finish bottom every single year. And uh, and they never, ever got voted out every single year. I mean, it was only because Wimbledon did something exceptional that year that they actually smashed the Southern League Premier, yeah, and had that yeah. fantastic cup run when they drew against Leeds that people had to take note. And then they got voted in. They got voted in and Workington got voted out. And I think it was the following season where... Wigan did a similar thing, not so much in the cup, but I think they smashed the Northern Premier yeah. and uh, by by lots of points, and they got voted in as well. And I think that was the sort of the turning point. Then they had to decide that you know there are teams in these lower divisions that are that are a lot better than you know the team in the divisions above. You know, because yeah, it was yeah. the, team that kept, the team that kept missing out was it Altrincham? Um, yeah, yeah. When I was young, I sort of remember them as being the best non-league team, but they always missed out. They never got voted in. And they never have done. I mean, the only thing you got look, you look at Wimbledon and Wigan, they've both gone into play the, both gone to play in the Premier League and they both went on to win the FA Cup. They're not that bad, are they? You know, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. They've probably both beaten Southampton along the way as well, I'm guessing. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Steve, how did your Scottish team get on the weekend? Uh Clyde, I think um I think they lost. I think it got abandoned, didn't it? Get abandoned. Oh, I see, it got abandoned, didn't it? They were losing and it got abandoned. Oh, yeah. they all, I bet they all cheered then. That, that was a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was it abandoned, Steve? You know, anyone right, abandoned? Fun enough, I, I don't know. Um, I would have found out tonight because I was supposed to play five aside. My mate that um, helps them out plays. But my back's been uh, giving me a bit of jip, so I've decided it was best to uh, admit my age a bit and not play. <laughs> That's hard though, isn't it? When you have to do that, it is hard. Oh, wasn't, yeah. wasn't the old, uh, wasn't the old Walton Casuals uh, floodlit failure ones, was it? It may well have been because it's not. Remember that time? Yes, I do. Floodlit yeah. failures against Walton Casuals when we went there twice and were winning both times and the, yeah. the floodlights, floodlights went. Yeah, the most famous one must must be Charlton, mustn't it? God blimey, there was some skullduggery going on with that though, wasn't there? Well, I think there was some skullduggery going on at Walton Casuals, mate. Because the third time we <laughs> won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, oh yeah, allegedly, yeah, very, very true, yeah. very true. Yeah. Right, if uh, if this game go does go on on uh, against the bay, how do you feel we're going to get on? Bearing in mind, and you both know uh, the comments that I've made about this uh, about the fact that uh, the answer goal really wasn't a goal, um, and we've got it on video. It happened outside the box, and he oh, went down. Outside, yeah, it? yeah. It, it went down very theatrically, shall we say? And he admitted it afterwards with a smile. I mean, mm-hmm. after the event, you can say, can't you? You know, he's already got the penalty. He can then turn around and say, well, you know, hard luck, hard luck. But um, we were well in the game. I mean, all right. I know they beat us in the end two one, 
but that goal set them on the road because that was the that was the opening goal. Yeah, it's one of those things. When it goes against you, you're a bit miffed about it. If it goes for you, you laugh about it and go. Oh, of course you do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Zach was, Zach was laughing about it in the bar afterwards. It's just one of those things. You just, one you of those just, things. You just take it, yeah. don't you? He stayed behind yeah. for a beer afterwards. He was yeah, He was in. He was talking to Laney, and uh, Laney was teasing him about it and asked him outright, and he just came and said no. He said it was outside the box. He said uh, I thought I was only going to get a uh, a free kick, and he said, but when he said penalty, I thought I'd take that. So he was, like he was quite straight about it. Yeah, no one is doing the game these days, Tony. No, no, never. So how do you think we're going to do then if it goes ahead uh, over Christmas? What do you reckon is going to happen? What's your prediction? Yeah, go on. I want to say we're going to win 3-1. Positive, by me. And, and I'll tell you why, as you might 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 by thinking behind this, yeah? yeah I, well, first of all, I think, yeah, the only thing I think we might have a problem with is that I suppose like Earn Bay, we've got a lot of London-based players. And if COVID kicks in, I think we could end up losing a few, yeah? All oh, right, OK. That yeah. might go against us, and I think that could be the same for them as well. Now, I looked at their team sheet Saturday, Earn Bay. Yeah. And uh, I, get, they, they, I think they had three subs. At, Milbank wasn't playing. I don't know why that is. And maybe Christmas time. He didn't play last Christmas, I remember rightly. But I, I honestly think that they're, they're, they're struggling to get a team out. Oh, right. And, uh, you know, they've, they've lost a couple of players. Uh, Tom Phipps. He, he left and he's now in uh, Lewis, Lewis's first team. Yes, I've read about that, yeah. I mean, Rory Smith and uh, Kieran Campbell, I think they're up for having operations soon. I, I think he could be struggling to get aside. Yeah, now, again, a lot of it could be COVID. No, we, we, we lost a couple of players through COVID at the weekend, didn't we, I think? Yeah, Tom Mills did play, yeah, 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 and one or two of them were missing. I don't know, mate. I mean, like, I, I just fancy us to, I think we could be a bit fired up. I think Keith could fire him up. I think we could get a result. Really do, and I'm okay. just sticking that out and say three one because I think they might underestimate us. Yeah, I think you know? they will. But uh, go on then, Stevie, your two panels. Um, I would say um, I'll say what I say before every game. I'll take a draw. I think uh, you know when we played them early in the season, we were we were well in it, but in those early games of the season, we were lacking something to get to get some positive results out of games. We didn't seem to have just that extra edge. To um to do that, so I think whatever um the players you know whatever players they've got out is we've got players that will fight for the result now. Yeah, agreed. Um, and I, you know I think you know Earn Bay is still a they're still a decent side. Um, whether they've got a few players missing or not, they've got they've got quality in there. And uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, is, that so, not, is, that not, um, is that not travel expenses, Ersley? <laughs> Allegedly, I'm moving along. Um, I'll, 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 I'll go for... Oh, lovely! Oh, goodness me! How nice! Oh, lovely! Yeah, yes, pieces of silver. <laughs> All right, my two penneth then, as you two have had a go. I'm going to really take uh, Stevie's view as well. I'm going for probably one all, but with a caveat, and I reckon it's going to finish two one. And the reason I think that we're going to, we might even nick it two nil, you know, because we've been very solid. If we get our big lad back, because I know he's, we missed him the weekend in a way, but we've got um, Junior in now. And if we've yeah. got the big lad alongside him, um, and, and I'll tell you who's impressed me as well, Tom Mills. I think he's really come on a bit. He really has. He's unflustered. You know, it's good. Um, well, I think it's quality. He played a long time for Maidstone. Yeah, um, yeah, it is good. And uh, I think now, you know, maybe early in the season, 
when we weren't quite the uh, the finished article, it, it, maybe his performances didn't didn't seem as as good as you might have expected. But now that he's got a, a, a definite, solid defence around him, and also importantly the midfield as well that fight, because your defending starts from the front. Definitely. Um, you know, you can have four, you can have five, four or five brilliant defenders. They're still going to let in goals if if they're the only people defending. Um, totally your midfield doing their work as well. Um, you, you can't totally be under the cosh. You can have the best defenders in the world. You're still there's still going to be something that goes in. Yeah, that's right. Um, you're dead right. Unless, unless they're protected as well. Um, they can only do so much. So I, I think you're right. We've played a better shape. Tom Mills has looked superb. Um, yeah, hasn't he? Quality player that we know that he is. He's, he's looked good. Um, but, yeah. but it's interesting. It's interesting where he's where where um Keith's, you know, he's moved, you know, Jake Jake is suddenly a really sort of utility player. We played him in midfield, yeah, playing really well in midfield. Yeah, did look good. Did the same with Gus Barnes. He brought him back into. He played at right back, so he's he's like uh, he he knows a bit about his players. He knows where to play them. You know, this is in, in is what I found very interesting. They're not just set in the same position all the time. You know. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing about Keith is that he likes to work a lot on on training on set pieces as well. That right. goal at um, Seven Oaks, they've worked on that in the week. I mean, it was so fluid the way it went. It looks as if they'd yeah. done it a hundred times. It was a lovely goal, really, really was. But um, yeah, he, he really does. He, he likes to. One other person that we haven't spoken about, and partly because he's not been around, only because he's been unwell, and that's George, George McElroy. Uh, he's a good lad, isn't he? The young kid. Since he, you know, obviously when he was first playing at the early part of the season, um, he got injured. But since he's came back, was he played started the last two games? I think. Yes. Um, he, he's. He's quality. He's he's got. Um, if he can, you know, progress, stay injury free, he's he's got a good future ahead of him. I think. I think he's um he's got great control. He's strong as well for his age. He is, isn't um, he? Yeah. But he can see a pass, and uh, I'd love to see him in the team every week. Me too. Um, okay. Starting. All right, lads. Uh, I think that's you can... one thing that Keith's done is yeah. when he came early part of the season, we looked to lackluster. He's brought in players with energy. Yeah. So we. Has. We seem far, far more mobile around the pit. Sorry, my cats are having a fight. Um, getting back and defending distracted <laughs> me. And, um, and you have to break the attacking. So, yeah, all the sound effects now are very, very good. Well, dog's gone over to investigate, so elite one. <laughs> so, so what, though? He's just keeping an eye on that new lad. He's got Callum Watts. He looks could oh, be a useful player. Yeah, he's got energy, hasn't he? Yeah. I, I asked Keith on Saturday, I said, What's this new lad like, Keith? He said, Tone. You wait till you see him up and down the pitch. He said he's just, he's a metronome. He just keeps going, keeps on yeah. going. And he's got quality as well, which is yeah. what you need, what you need. All right, boys, have you got anything else to add to that or we've got to wrap it up? Uh, about yeah, now? well, just let you know about, um, if anyone is listening to, to this in Whitehawk, could they please uh, send Wally's red hat back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Son, he was so upset at losing that hat. Really, really was. Was it in However, the pub? Was it in the pub or the bar? No, no it was really in the car park. Yeah. Oh, car park. Yeah. yeah. However, went to the next game and uh, and there and you know we got the game Saturday and they got a load of them for sale. Oh right. So, uh, yeah, he's so all right. He's, right now. Got new, he's, he's got a new one there. We, we bought one. One of the new hats. Yeah. Any, anything from you, Stevie, or are you finished now? I'm done. You're done, <laughs> and I'm done as well. All right, lads. Thanks again. Good chat. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Bit of fun. 
That's all it is, yeah. is a bit of fun. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from uh, me here at Belmont Banter and Richard and Stevie on the other end of Zoom, we'll say cheerio for now, everyone, and we'll see you at the game. And by the way, if you do get to a game and you want to chat, just go up to Richard and Stevie. Just leave me alone, but talk to Richard and Stevie and, uh, <laughs> and you, you can tell them all your woes. They'll love that. Particularly Steve. He likes, he likes to listen to people's woes. All right, I'll, put, I'll point them your way. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. All right, you two. Well, well, do you want to say one more thing, Tone? Well, you always like to, Richard. I don't, don't think we're going to stop now. Just want to wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas, mate. Oh, how nice of you. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah, very good like that. Yeah, for ho, 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 and a Merry yeah. Christmas from me as well. Well done, Steve. Take care. Thank all right, you. boys. Well done. Take care. Right. Cheers. All right. Bye-bye. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fiber services to the telecoms industry, specializing in optical fiber provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter, for news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.